I would like, to, and I'm going to, this is not a normal thing for me to do. Uh, I'm going to mention a verse of scripture and then not comma, comment on it immediately. Um, so I want to kind of blend a couple of things here today. And um, Stephen Lee does not know what I'm talking about today. Um, I, uh, I He would not mind, I don't think, but... Um, um, but I do want to, I do want yes, I see him. Okay. So I know he's listening, but I also wanted him. I also wanted you to know that he doesn't know what I'm about to say next. And I'm, we're not raising money or, you know, calling attention to an anniversary or anything, but, um, um, but I will reference this verse. So verse, uh, first John chapter one and verse seven is a verse. I'm going to, I'll preface it by saying I was driving, um, from Washington, D.C. to Greenville, South Carolina last evening and um, listening to a sermon or listening to a podcast, I guess it was, where this verse was mentioned. And I'll mention it again here in just a second. This verse was mentioned, and it really it really grabbed my attention. And, um, and the illustration that was used referencing this text also grabbed my attention. But uh, John, First John, chapter one and verse seven says this: "But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin." The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. And uh, I want to just set that as the stage, as, as the platform on which we'll build today in, a, in just a few moments of meditation here, and I promise we'll come back to that. Um, but I also want us to consider the fact that the conference, the Foundations Conference, um, coming up in just a few days, is a unique conference and I was, as I was driving last night, I was thinking about this, um, and I started a list of uniquenesses about this conference, and you may have other things you could add to this, but I just uh, made a mental note and then a verbal note, uh, recorded uh, some thoughts. But think of this regarding this conference. So there is a unique burden that Stephen has had for this conference, He's mentioned many times the matter of unity. So he has folks that are gathering together as speakers in this conference that n- would not normally be in the same conference. Um, they have, uh, they're all uh, gospel preachers and, and orthodox, but there are some nuances to their um, practices that uh, probably they, they operate in different circles and different orbits. And yet, um, they have in, they have accepted Stephen's invitation to come together, and uh, really with an emphasis, as Sermon Audio has an emphasis on preaching, um, and then preaching and prayer that the Foundations Conference has. But all of this for the goal of gospel advance. So there's a special unity. There's a unique burden that Stephen has, and has articulated. For this conference, and not just Stephen, but everybody who's participating in the conference. There's also a unique time involved. As we well know, the darkness of our culture. Um, Every revival seems to have come in a time of desperation, in a time of darkness. And uh, we would say we live in a dark culture. 
um, a culture um, bent on rebellion against God. So there's not only a unique burden, but a unique time, and then there's a unique place. So on the college, on the campus of a Christian university, so it's a unique place to be right in the middle of a bunch of young people, faculty and staff of those who would claim the name of Christ, but in a concentrated environment of believers. Now, whether or not there are unbelievers there, or whether or not there are maybe less or more passionate followers of Christ there, we'll set that aside, but we do have at least a, an, a gathering, a concentrated gathering of Christ followers. So a unique place. There's also a unique need. A unique need in that there may be unbelievers in the college. There may be unbelievers on the staff or faculty. Uh, It could be just a unique need, or it could be unique need, as as we've referenced, maybe about passion and focus of students or those who would gather for the conference. So there's a unique need, even those who might be unconvinced. I was listening, um, and uh, I don't know exactly how it came to my my podcast feed, but there was a evidently a while back I've subscribed to something by George Mueller that uh, had to do with answers to prayer, and there was about seven different segments that just popped into the podcast feed, and I was listening to the this I think it's a book maybe or a or a series on answered prayers by George Mueller. And he, again, articulates that the reason he started the orphanages in China was um, to demonstrate the power of God to answer prayer. So it wasn't necessarily to minister to orphans, although that was a passion of his, but it was to show that God answers prayer. So a unique need, uh, even, even in our culture today, to show that God answers prayer and God's word is powerful. So a unique need. And here's, uh, and we've already kind of alluded to this, so a unique burden, a unique time, a unique place, a unique need, but also a unique cast or a unique lineup of preachers. So uh, these folks are different in backgrounds and even application, but they have the same eagerness to see the kingdom advance. But I'm going to also recommend that there is a unique support for this conference, and that is us, or that is we. We are the supporting element, or one of the supporting elements for this conference. Now think of this. This is really interesting to me. Um, Daily praying family for hundreds of days, and for many of those hundreds of days, have been praying for this conference. Um, I don't, I would dare say that most church services do not have this longevity of prayer support, even focused on one event. And could it be that God could use our praying support, our unique praying support for his glory in this conference. So, um, I'm just going to come back to our text and um, and track with me, if you will, and I'll be done in just a few moments. First John chapter one and verse seven: If we walk in the light as He is in the light, 
We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Now, I mentioned to you that that's a verse the Lord snagged my heart with last night, but also there was an application, an illustration of this text. And I'm going to blend all these things together here in just a second. I didn't write it down, and I couldn't find it when I went back this morning to find to look for it. But uh, I believe it was um, A.W. Tozer was quoting um, the story, telling the story of a man who was robbed. True story, evidently. He was robbed, and he was beaten. And um, as he was in on the road, beaten, um, and his robbers were leaving him, he said this, and he said, wait, I have something more for you. And that would have been odd. Um, maybe he, obviously he was not talking about what they gained from him in his money, but he said, wait, I have something more for you. And then he quoted a portion of this verse. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. That was the more that he he wanted for them. So you've taken my money, but I want you to know something else. I want to give you something else. He had to have looked, looked past who they were to their sin problem. And you're, yes, you've abused me, but I want you to know that there is far more on this earth than visible, and that is invisible. And what you need more than my money is you need the cleansing of the blood of Christ. So if we can take this text and just understand a couple things by it, walking in the light, that is our identity in Christ. We have fellowship. This is our united effort in Christ. And the results of these, the result of our identity in Christ and our united effort in fellowship is purity. So the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And I'm not going to go through all that I went through in my head on the drive last night, but I started even just meditating on the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. And I just started taking that apart. And it was almost as if God was saying to me, Rick, wait, I have something more for you. Rick, wait, I have something more for you. Dwell on this. I want to unpack this more in your life. I want to open your heart more to, to what's in this text. And so this is a unique challenge. So we've had a unique uh, burden, time, place, need, cast, support, and here is a unique challenge. And I, I don't know if this is effective or not in, in bringing my thoughts together today. Here's the thought. We have 20 days of praying until the conference. Every one of these days has a text, has a, has a, has a speaker, who opens God's word and gives us a text. Could it be that we could take that text and meditate on that text even after the time of the speaking? And if God has something more for us from this text that goes beyond the visible to the invisible, to the working of the Holy Spirit, could it be that we could use that text as the light, if you will, and pray and meditate on that text in our fellowship together. And uh, may God use it to purify our lives, 
to bring purity to our fellowship and purity to our lives. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin to where we have, dear friends, we have a pure praying army where we are focused on this conference, whether or not you're coming to the conference or not coming to the conference, it's a unique conference at a unique time with a unique cast and a unique burden. And if God stirs you to be part of the praying support for this cast, I'm going to just going to challenge us every day in the next 20 days. Could we take the text that's presented to us and see what God might have more for us out of that. Meditate on it. Chew on it. Pray back through that text. Let it be that which purifies our hearts and we confess sin. And increasingly so, we become a purified, praying, strong, zealous prayer army toward a conference. Um, so that's my, that's my thought. And um, if we walk in the light... As he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. May this be more than just a preaching conference, which is good. May it be uniquely marked of God because a praying, a pure praying, zealous praying family has been zealously affected in this good thing. And um, may God... It would just be so beautiful if we got on the other side of the conference and we look back and we, we, we say, look what God has done. It is beautiful what God has done. And maybe even something we've never seen anything like this before. And uh, in advance of that, let's be pure and let's be praying and unified in the gospel advance, the gospel of Jesus Christ.